is up, everybody, and welcome back to Zachary Reality. This is your host, Zachary Reality, and we have straight guys here on the channel today. I always do this to my brother when I record with him, too. I just emphasize that he's strange just to piss him off. But we have Billy and Brian here from the Reality Guys YouTube channel, and we're going to be chatting about The Golden Bachelor today and House of Villains. I just did a video on their page. We recapped Bachelor in Paradise, so go check that out if you haven't. But now we're here on my channel. So how are you guys doing today? Happy Friday. Zach, happy Friday, brother. Thank you for having us. And hello to everyone. We're looking forward to seeing a new audience and meeting some mm -hmm. new people and giving our straight guy opinions. Yeah. Happy Friday. Glad to be here. Yeah. So with The Golden Bachelor, let's get right into this show. Um, I love seeing old people find love. And as the competition gets a little bit deeper and deeper, um, there's only six people left. So I'm really invested to see what's going to happen Billy, why don't you start first? Do you have like an early front runner or someone that you think definitely needs to at least make hometowns? Yeah, we actually, we did a recap on our channel. Brian, I kind of tried to speculate at the end where we thought like our power rankings lied. So, I mean, I think they've really set Teresa up to be a main character. They've gone through the Kathy drama. She had a lot of dates. Faith, I think, is up there. I think Faith is just cool. She's a radio host. She plays music. She has a lot of interest. And uh, a new real favorite for us has really been rising up, at least myself, has been Sandra. I mean, Sandra mm. skipped her own daughter's wedding. Come on. Sandra no. is the one who loves the curse. She's been super funny. And she reminds me the most of like a cool, sassy, like grandma. And like you said, I would love to find that type of lady to find love. So that's kind of where like my top three lies right now. Okay. Um, Brian, what about you? Well, what do you think about Sandra skipping her daughter's wedding? Would you do that? Oh, I definitely would not do that. Um, yeah. But it, Maybe it was, was her second wedding. That's what, I was yeah, that's what we were thinking we also were thinking that they were going to go the old route where when he was like hey i thought he was going to say we're going to go see we're going to go fly to the wedding instead they do the little lazy facetime call but in the old days they would they would jet set all over the place so i was half expecting that but yeah she should have i she should have left gotta be a good mom i mean like like joan i mean joan puts her kids yeah. first clearly sandra doesn't um I don't know. Um, but hometowns could be interesting if Sandra makes it there because we are one week away from hometowns. Like, I can't believe there's six ladies left. But to get to this point, there was a little bit of drama throughout the season, mainly between Kathy and Teresa. And I want to hear your guys' takes on this because I just felt like Kathy was so funny to watch, but she kind of bullied Teresa at the end and it became too far. So, Brian, do you think Kathy was ultimately jealous of Teresa or do you think that she just wanted to have that like mean girl mentality. I think she was jealous because we kept saying like, I think the reason that was Teresa a little naive, like talking about it so much. Yeah. But they probably just in their, like their age range, they just want to talk to people about what's going on. They're happy to find a connection with somebody. So she's just happy with what's going on and wants to share it with people. And unfortunately everyone that else is there is vying for the same guy. So Kathy took it a little too personally. I think she was a little out of line. I'm definitely team Teresa in this situation, 100%. What about you, Billy? Do you think do you think that too? Yeah, I, I think what Kathy is doing a, a much lighter version of like what I refer to as white knighting on The Bachelor, and that's when a contestant decides it's up to them to go eradicate another contestant or to protect the feelings of The Bachelor or Bachelorette. Once you take your eyes off the ball and you're putting more energy in, into like another contestant and not into trying to actually like win and trying to be nice and win and like go be worried about Jerry, 
that's when you're done, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's really was Kathy's fatal flaw. And even when Jerry gave her the chance to kind of explain herself, she was more spending time talking about what Teresa did wrong other than like how she was feeling. So mm-hmm. I, I do think that she probably was jealous and I just think she might have just like overplayed her hand just a little bit. But um, look, I was here for drama. It was nice to have some kind of drama here on The Golden Bachelor without it being you know defaming each other's names or calling each other really crappy things it was a little bit of a petty argument i loved when she was like zip it she she took it too far because i think she knew her days were numbered and she even admitted kathy she's like teresa has a strong connection with gary like he she could be the one and i do think she'll make top three so who knows what's going to happen but like i think she was a little threatened and jealous and she kind of had her mean girl click but they weren't that mean they were so fun too susan nancy um april who just went home as well so um i mean who are you guys gonna miss anyone i think we were a little sad when edith left oh, but yeah we were edith guys we really gotcha. liked edith um, Joan too like we wanted good things to happen Joan. to Joan, and like she had to leave unfortunately and i know that, like some people on the internet are like she should be the next golden bachelorette but i wouldn't be down with that but i think those are the two people sure. that we probably were most sad to leave well justice for Joan patty for sure. Matt James's mom. Well, she 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 got like no screen time. She deserved better. Probably. Yeah, I I mean, I guess as far as like who we lost, we had Kathy, April, and Nancy. Nancy, they kind of had that classic bachelor conversation of, hey, our our connections not on the level of some of the other connections, right? Really smooth. It was a blink if you missed it conversation too. It really, they really, there was no commercial break in, but there's usually commercial break in between the, one of those conversations. They did it all in about five minutes and she was out. She was packed and gone. And um, I think they've done it right this season though. They they haven't over-invested us in people who are going to be going home too much other than I think Joan, because again, she left mm-hmm. for the right reasons. And I, I, I really don't think this season really has missed too much. It reminds me of old, bachelor seasons one through like 10 it really is just about dating someone mm-hmm. what do you guys think of susan she's funny <laughs> is she not iconic like she needs her own spinoff <laughs> she really I shined think... in that game that's what i like laughing about that susan needs a show that's not like on abc she needs to be able to be a little more m-rated oh needs my to be able god to say a little bit more things and this is a very wholesome show a very wholesome time slot on national tv if she could get on like bravo i think she would flourish <laughs> right and I, I totally agree there's a lot of, right there under the surface like there should be a, a wedding planning show with her or something or her marrying people and going to crazy weddings. yeah she's a like wedding officiant yeah Yes, yeah, she's, like she's good. She'll have a good hometown. Hopefully she'll make it there. But I think my top pr- three prediction is Teresa, Faith, and Leslie. That's what I, like I think. That. I what like do you Leslie. guys think? And what do you think is going to happen yeah. in the in the fantasy suites? <laughs> uh, early bedtimes. Okay. I like everybody. I, I think there's going to be some love, dude. Like, Ga- Gary is a, is a kisser. He's a, he's a makeup bandit. He's a makeup bandit. He's got games. A lot of them. Yeah, he does what's gonna happen that makes him like that upset we see that in the trailer right yes. i love zach what do you think like is that somebody leaving or like not saying i love what do you think yeah there's always one breakdown in, in every bachelor season it's usually at the top three during the fantasy suite week so i think it's going to be some type of disagreement about fantasy suites or someone leaving breaking up with him that's just going to push him to that point 
I hope it's I hope he's okay and that he doesn't have like a heart attack like I hope the producers are going easy on these guys because the show gets so intense like we've seen some crazy breakdowns and meltdowns Colton jumped a fence like we have seen like a lot on this show so I I hope that it's nothing too bad that he won't be able to recover and my hope that is that is he does get engaged at the end and I hope that it actually works out and it could be Ellen too It's always on a staircase. Mm-hmm. It's always the staircase. At least he's not laying and wailing on the staircase. But yeah, I, I think I'll, I, if anyone watching can't admit this to themselves, like they're lying, it's like we all want to know how fantasy suites. As soon as they announce Golden Bachelor, it's like that's where everyone's head went. They're like, mm-hmm. are we gonna see like these old like some grandparents like hook it up and stuff? Like, how is this gonna get juggled? Mm-hmm. Is he gonna tell multiple women I love you? Is he gonna mm-hmm. pull like a Clayton? Right? Like, what mm-hmm. is gonna happen here? Yeah. And I, I, I'm just I'm curious if he's going to fall victim to that trope where he can like kind of like break the chain here and not tell multiple women I love you. I really think that's where the whole franchise started to fall apart is when that happened because that's when mm-hmm. it started to become like a game to people and less of a genuine I think dating experience. That in my head is like where we talk about plenty of shows like where they go wrong, where the survivor go wrong, mm-hmm. where other things gone wrong, and I think that's where Bachelor went wrong. So I'm hoping that jerry doesn't tell multiple women he loves them that's that's my one hope for the whole fantasy suite and end of the show type thing mm-hmm. yeah i want happiness for sure more than ever on any of these bachelor franchise shows this one hope it ends very well and and if someone does get heartbroken at the end i i can foresee them doing a golden bachelorette season with one of them mm-hmm. in the future i like that it's an hour it's easy, but yes. it, it's going to be a very heartbreaking at the end. But I think the hometowns are going to be so much fun when you get to meet the parents. So, I mean, the kids. So I'm really looking forward to seeing how the season plays out. It's going to be opposites. Um, so I know you guys have your own YouTube channel. So tell my listeners, my watchers, like, what are your favorite shows to cover? And you know, what kind of breakdowns do you guys do over there? Right, go ahead. <laughs> we do probably way too much, but... um. So we do, like like you said, we cover bachelor, all Bachelor Nation. So Bachelor at Bachelor, Paradise, Bachelor, Golden Bachelor. Um, we do CBS Wednesdays, which is Survivor, Amazing Race. We do Love is Blind. We do a lot of Netflix shows. We even do like some of the weird one-offs that like you would never, like a lot of dub shows that turn out doing really well That because I guess we're the only people covering it. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of Love is uh, love and Hip Hop. We do Love Island. Um, what else? Vanderpump Rules is probably our most watched coverage. Um, I I, I pat myself on the back. I got Brian into Vanderpump Rules last year. I love it. During Scandal, and Brian watched all nine seasons to catch up, and we were able to start covering the season about midway through. Um, I like uh, Below Deck. We cover all that type of stuff. Things like um, Temptation Island uh f boy island we've done a lot of not a lot but we've we've done a good amount of cast interviews a lot more like obscure ones uh we've had like mark Wahlberg from uh like i said from temptation island so really and we'll cover anything and everything and give it a shot uh really the only things we're not love island really big Mm -hmm. brian does a 60 second review on tiktok of everything but we've started to do youtube reviews of every episode that's really been fun so yeah, man, really like anything and everything reality TV, and we just try to give a fair and honest and spoiler free. We don't look into anything kind of perspective on anything, man, and uh, looking to keep doing this type of stuff and meeting more people like yourself. So this is awesome. And Brian, how do you guys know each other? Are you guys just like friends? Like, where do you guys live? Uh, we both went to the University of Delaware. 
Okay. And we weren't like, I wouldn't say we were friends. Like we were acquaintances. Like we would go to the parties together. We saw each other a lot. We would, anytime you saw each other, you'd say, hey, what's up? And yeah, then like, yeah. we started doing another, there's like a guy I used to work with. He started like a pop culture podcast and I would help out there. And then Bill joined on and Bill has a very distinctive voice. And I heard him one day. I was like, I think I know that's, that's Bill. Like I know that guy. And then Man. ever since then, we we're both hard workers. We work really hard and like we're dedicated to what we do. And we clicked right away doing like just the pop culture stuff. And then we moved over to the stuff we actually really like, which is reality TV. And then here we are now. Do you guys have girlfriends? I'm married and I have no two 18 month year old twin girls. Oh, that's amazing. I'm fully off the market. No, yeah, I'm just. Am... Yeah, I'm married <laughs> too. Okay. Oh no, I'm just wondering like what your um then what your girlfriend like your what your wife think about you guys watching so much reality TV. Do they like it too? Like, is it like um, that's what I'm curious about. Um, she watches some shows with me, but um, ever since we had kids, it's kind of changed. Like, she used to like watch a lot of shows with me, but now it's like not a lot because of obviously caring for children. It's changes the game. So I just stay up late, and I just that's how I binge all these shows and gotcha. do a lot of it solo. <laughs> I'm laughing because I think back to like this whole genesis of the channel and the whole kind of genesis of the reality guys like we said on the old podcast was on the YouTube channel I, I said hey like there's got to be other guys like myself and Brian who like straight guys husbands boyfriends who are either getting forced to watch it or more so like Brian and myself love it and like we're just not really afraid to like bring it up or there's people who it's like they're guilty pleasure but they don't yeah, talk yeah. about it a lot uh, I laugh about it for my wife because my wife definitely likes reality TV, but I feel the way I always like, ruin reality TV for my wife because, frankly, like like Brian said, when we get on to something, we re really do. And so we watch every episode. We go backlog. It's always um, on the TV. Like, if And so in a way, I feel like I've always made her sick of it. But no, she'll, Emily will, will watch the, the good stuff. She's not really into like the competition stuff as much. She won't really want to watch like, Survivor, Amazing mm -hmm. Race, uh, The mm -hmm. Challenge. Not really into that, but uh, a love is blind, you know, a, a love island. I can get her to sit down and enjoy it. So yeah, they, I can say speak for both of us. Our wives have been very supportive in the endeavor because it may not seem like a lot, but trust me, it's a, we put a lot of hours in and we both no, have sure. jobs and all. And so it's, we, we make it work. You know, Zach, I mean, you get the grind. We see all your content. So I think you definitely understand. Con making content is addicting, isn't it? And watching reality TV is addicting. You just can't stop. Um, but I love that. That's that's awesome. Um, so let's get into a little House of Villains. Um, I was so excited when I first heard about this show because I love competition and I love villains. So this was just right up my alley. So what was your first thought on the show? And then who were your like your top three winner picks as of now? So um, Brian, why don't you go first? So when we first saw this show, we were very excited because it pulls pretty much from everything that we cover, whether it's both of us or me or Bill. Um, the people that I really like, we love Jax Taylor. I know he's a villain. He's not a nice guy, but he is great TV. He makes a fool of himself all the time. I picked him as a winner. I don't think he's actually going to win, but I just want him around as long as possible because I think he creates content by just breathing. Mm -hmm. I love Bobby Lights. Bobby Lights is awesome. I love him and love the hip hop. He actually, I think he's getting a lot. He's a little more like now that he's not like a main guy, I think he actually does better on this show. I think it's like, especially last night, I thought he was really funny. Um, I know people want to say Johnny Bananas, but like, I feel like everybody loves Johnny Bananas. 
but I think yeah, those are probably my two, maybe three. I like I like Johnny Fairplay. Like he's an OG. Me too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what about you? Ben? I like everybody, honestly. There's there's nobody I dislike on the show. No, I, I agree with Brian. I love the cast. I saw the cast list. I sent this to Brian and instantly for myself it was New York. I I love old VH1 reality, whether it's like the Rock of Love, I Love New York, all mm-hmm. that, you know, you know, flavor of love, all that crap. Uh thought she was going to be wonderful and frankly like ahead of her time and i'm really glad now that this show is going to probably bring her back into like the reality tv rotation i feel like we're going to see her on like the traders next i feel like she will be around which i think yes. is really deserving she's great she was on watch what happens live this yeah. week she was great mm-hmm. on that um i was big i like johnny fairplay i'm a big old survivor guy Me too. and i thought he's the perfect type of guy who will embrace what this show is supposed to be and obviously we'll get to see that when we talk about this episode and his actions with jack's thought was laugh out loud funny mm-hmm. um i also really wanted to see amorosa uh, i just think amorosa is someone who really loves herself some amorosa she always has mm-hmm. takes herself way too seriously which is perfect for a game like this where like at the end of the day it's just 10 of you fighting for like 250 grand like at the end of the day you're mm-hmm. all supposed to have more money than this outside of i feel like you would say maybe like the 90 day fiance right or whatever like that or like that that makes sense right like you probably don't or shake in -hmm. florida like a vet probably making that much money that's like you know so uh i would like i said definitely new york and johnny fair and of course like i said i'm a huge vanderpump guy so seeing jacks i had no illusion that he would do well on this show but just seeing one weekend he's already losing his crap on shake because he just can't help himself is perfect for a show like this yeah the cast is stacked beyond stacked and there's a lot of good strategists so i'm super invested to see what happens i feel like it's pretty obvious who goes home first but i won't say it because you guys are going to be devastated so um let's get into a little bit of drama between jackson shake because this feud um kind of started off with Jax is kind of you know he's oversharing a little bit he's sharing how much money he's made on certain brand deals and sponsorships you know it could come across a little braggy um but then on the other side he's also saying that he has a kid and he's a family man and I do believe Jax has grown so much from his old ways so it's kind of like he wants to play that card as well he's being very open I feel like he's exposing his himself too soon because he like he said he didn't watch the shows before and I think that Shake is just calling him out and calling him on his shit and keeping it 100. So I am team shake on this. And I will, as you guys seem to be Jack Sands, um, I'm wondering what your rebuttal would be. I mean, I think this is the only person that shake can manipulate that's on the show because Jax is a dope. We say it all the time. Like we like him, but he's a dope. Okay. And uh, yeah, he, he just, he doesn't know when to shut up. He takes every situation. He does it the wrong way picks the worst person in the when we get there the the redemption challenge he just like you said if you're going to go on these shows you made up a great point you need to watch what you need to do the research even if it's minimal like you need to learn especially on this show it's not like you're going randomly we're going to like hey i learn about like survivor like amazing race like these people are iconic for a reason and they are they got where they are for a reason so you need to do a little bit of research at least to survive yeah yeah no Jax is dope Jackson is a dope. Like, there isn't really any way to defend him. He overplayed in the physical challenges. He tried really hard. He talks way too much about himself. And again, when there's 10 people, the loudest person. And also, let's all talk about a lifestyle choice here. 
this dude needs to go see a doctor about his sleep apnea. That's really what started this whole thing. I think they wouldn't have cared as much about the challenge, but he's keeping everybody awake at night. Like, this guy is just a, a liability to have around. Like, I'm not going to be able to sleep. Well, so, so is Bobby. I, I big trigger. Bobby's keeping everyone awake, too, going into people's rooms, screaming, coming after New York and Corinne. You know, it was very interesting to kind of see that dynamic as well, because New York and Corinne became very close friends immediately. They were roommates when Corinne was feeling left out and targeted by Amorosa. Tiffany was the one that had her back. And then when the roles were switched and Bobby interrupted their sleep, which was, you know, drunk, funny, but also kind of rude. Um, you know, yeah. Tiffany was rightfully upset and Corinne was just like, whatever, like, let's not, you know, let's get over it, which I understand Corinne didn't care, but it affected Tiffany's sleep schedule and Corinne didn't have her back. So what do you guys think about um, that situation? Should, is Tiffany too loyal to Corinne? I I doubt bit. that Tiffany will stay that loyal to her, especially after this week. Um, Corinne needed to also subscribe to the Jacks, you know, piece of advice and just stay low. Don't talk. You already bothered Amorosa week one. Now, like mm -hmm. Tiffany is like the one person who is actually going to have in your back and really could keep you in there. If she's upset, you just shouldn't speak unless you're yelling at the other person. Right. And that's just her mistake again. And I doubt she sat and watched the shows. That's and that's how Bobby Lights got out of like from under the fire because he apologized and then she took all the direction to Corinne. Mm -hmm. So so Tiffany is playing a good game then. I think so. I mean, I think she if she had stayed on that Corinne Island for another week or two, she would alienate Amorosa and people are afraid of Amorosa right mm -hmm. now. Amorosa did a is really honestly put that power position even in the challenge. She's like, yeah. I'm just not moving. It's like no one else was able to get away with that. And I, I think she's just done a very good job of cultivating. I think she'll have like loyalty with shake. She'll have now like loyalty. I think Tiffany will come back. Maybe you even get a Corinne to be kind of like a third little member of that. Mm -hmm. And also she has, she's friends with Johnny Fairplay. So, I mean, that's like a real a Johnny Fairplay and Omarosa to some dynamic is it's, it's, dangerous. Like I think it's, it's going to go all the way. That's my prediction. I think that the two of them are, it's, I think one of the two of them has a really good shot at winning. I think there's some easy targets to kind of get out. I think Jax is really up for the block. I think I don't think Corinne's going to go too far, and I don't think Shake is going to go too far either. I think Anfisa is one to watch because she, she's smart. She, if he's watched her on 90 Day Fiance, she's so manipulative. And if she plays the long game and kind of plays under the radar throughout the whole competition, like you don't know what will happen at the end if she strikes. And I'm interested in her story. And I think Johnny Bananas will make it pretty far as well. But Tanisha too, I really like her. So um, Brian, what are your what are your thoughts on Tanisha and how she's gonna make her waves in the house? So I'm not like she's probably one of the few that I'm not that familiar with, but from what I've seen on the show so far, I like her. Um, I, I guess it all depends on who she aligns with. But I think, like you said, like the people that are weak targets, like that time frame where those people are still getting picked off, you can build the alliances, and if she picks her alliance correctly. I think she could also go far. Like the, we, there's going to be some weird shakeup uh, probably in like the five or fifth or sixth episode. That's probably going to knock. Maybe we'll lose somebody big. Mm -hmm. That's just a prediction. I don't think that's actually, gonna, we don't know if that's going to happen, but just, you got to get your alliance lined up. And I think that she has the ability to. I think Tanisha sitting here, like talking to you guys and thinking about it is really in a perfect position. It doesn't yeah. look like she is the lead of the alliance, right? So she's not the one vocalizing political moves. And, and this happens in a lot of reality shows like this. They're not going to look at her as a physical threat. 
right? Mm. So they are going to let her hang around thinking like whatever, we'll never lose an actual physical challenge to her. And if she goes along, it is a number for me if you're an Amorosa or a Johnny. But that's the type of person where you said you get to that number where there's like five or six left. Those are the type of people that line up and then knock out the head person, right? Mm -hmm. So unless you're really going to play the game super actively, like I think that's maybe the difference between like a Johnny fair play and an Amorosa in that dynamic is that I think Amorosa is just going to try to mostly will it and just kind of enforce it. Johnny may play a little bit, right? Johnny will throw a challenge. Johnny will like on a one week basis, betray his Alliance because screw it. Like I know it's not going to work out for me and I'll figure out a new thing next week. So I, it's, it's just really cool. Like the only thing is, like you said, they got to eliminate somebody. We need mm -hmm. to see where this is going. The only way they do that, they got to eliminate somebody. <laughs> yeah yeah but johnny was smart when he because i felt like he kind of threw the challenge for jack so he he is he is willing to lie and she i mean this is the guy who lied about his dead grandfather so i grandmother so i think johnny's gonna pull all the yeah. stops so he definitely yeah. is one to watch and amorosa is you know she, i can almost see her like playing a game like Suri did on traders where yes. it's kind of like flawless and she kind of does remain in control the whole time and i can kind of see that for her but i can also see her getting like second or third i just don't know how it's going to end so do you guys think that the show is going to end with like everyone voting for the winner like who's left in that whoever's eliminated or is there going to be like a competition like how do you think the yeah. winner will be crowned like kind of like a jury style yeah at the i actually would like that if like all the people that get eliminated are kind of sequestered and then they come back and they have to like vote on who's left i think that would be pretty cool but like he said like i'm rosa like she could because she's like kind of so high on herself like she just the way she I love I love the way that she just like does that slow walk to the chair to sit down and like stares <laughs> out to the camera. I think that's like powerful. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a, that could be her downfall if she gets like too into like her plan and like she, like she thinks she's in control and that's what you said like maybe Tanisha could get a little crew together and knock her off. But or, or Tiffany. I, I, I don't think I don't think a big name. I don't think that she will win. I think it might be somebody like like Tanisha, I think will win. Or Anfisa. But I, I don't know. I think yeah. Omarosa could win or Johnny, one of those people. Yeah, I picked Johnny Fairplay in our preview, so okay. I, I I would love for that to happen. But like I said, uh, it, it's just going to be very interesting. It's going to be mm -hmm. see, and I think a lot of this comes down to just like when you watch even like the show like the surreal life. I I think like a couple people might just leave at some point. Like eventually, like they all have their phones. They're all eventually just maybe like you know what? Like I don't mm -hmm. want to be in this house anymore. Like I could see that coming into play as well. Just the attrition of having to like share a room for more than a few days is start it will start to get to these people more than having to like play a, a game yeah, yeah we can't predict the fights like if there's a big fight and like people have to pick sides and like somebody says something that's actually like, pretty bad you don't know what ripples that's going to be in the house either. Mm -hmm. yeah i want to i want to see a lot of drama between the cast members because because they know how to do it i want to see some iconic fights and i would like to see a final three and a jury and they could all pitch their case and then the jury could vote anonymously and then joe McHale can read it just like survivor like that's how i hope that it ends um as far as season two of house of villains um and i'm not sure if they got renewed yet but who are three potential reality stars you would cast on season two and if you need a second to think i can put mine first yeah go for it we we i think we kind of did this offline once but i want to hear yours okay so for my season two, just three. There's so many. I want to see Russell Hans from Survivor. I want to see Christine Quinn from Selling Sunset. Yes. And I want to see Rachel Raquel Levis from Vanderpump Rules. That might be a tough one. Trops Mike. 
that might be a tough one. I think you could. I get love some, Russell Hands. I like. I think I like you could easily get Sandoval though. I mean, he'll go on. I don't want to see him on TV. I'm then. just saying that that you're more likely to get like a Sandoval. Maybe like uh, I don't know if you'd consider him a villain, but maybe like Big Ed from 90 Day Fiance. Like he would be good. Ooh. Um, I know you like like um, I know you're a Kardashian guy. What if you got like Black China on? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> you know, any house. I mean, there's a million housewives you can name, right? I mean, uh, well, Dan- Danielle, stop. she's going to be on next week to host a challenge, it looks like. And Abby Lee oh, Miller comes so on many. to host a challenge too this season. So it's going to be Abby good. Lee Miller. I like, I thought, like, what if you got like, like a Lisa Rinna would be yes, funny. Yes, I feel yes, like yes. she would do well on this show. Yeah. Um, Oh God! Maybe some I'm people like I'm totally real world. Blind. Some real world people. What if we got like a throat? Like Richard Hatch, we said Survivor would True. be good. Okay. See, I, I've been I've been sitting on this list. I've been sitting on it because I want to see more. A yeah, few I, of these I really I, I'm I'm very bad at thinking of things on the spot like this, but I love the Russell Hans one. He's okay. He's awesome. Um, Spencer and Heidi were gonna be good, right? But we know Spencer's coming yeah. on as a guest. He'll be on as a guest. Yeah. So I think they'll do another season though. I because I Definitely. think everyone's watching this. I think it's really popular. Oh no, this is so fun show. to watch. It's so I'm, fun. So I'm into the cross. I'm into crossover shows. Did you guys? You guys liked Traders season one too? Yeah, we thought it was great. Loved Traders. Mm-hmm. Our only complaint about Traders was we wish it was a, a week to week show so you could um, have more discussion about it because so much happens and there's such good gameplay. True. But they just drop these big blocks and then we do these reviews and we end up just kind of clumping them together. And I feel like you miss stuff. Like I want to be able to have like a water cooler talk like every week with you and think, oh, who's going to vote for who? Who's going to do that? And they just kind of blow the whole. Even if they did like Love is Blind style, like they did a full drop of that show. But even if they did like three episode chunks of three or something, that would be preferred too. Because then we can like, like you said, I want to speculate like who's going to win. No, I agree. I think that's a great idea. And I do think that they'll Peacock could listen if they hear enough people say that. So we're we're just uh, yeah, jo- we're joining the cause. We're joining the cause. Because I think like we three to it. four episodes is good for a season. So I'm really into that. Do you guys watch Dancing with the Stars? My mom does and she'll call me about it. My mom owns a dance studio. And so she okay. uh she calls. So I, I have kept I've have kept up with Ariana basically. I haven't watched all the dances, but I have seen all of Ariana's dances. So I she is doing really well. She is really throwing herself into it. And I think yeah. the public swell for her is is great. Who do you who do you have winning? Um Ariana has a good chance. Also, Jason Mraz. Yeah, that's almost unfair. And Should I'm rooting. Uh, I'm rooting for uh, Lily Pons has a chance, but I'm rooting for Harry Jowsey and Riley Arnold because they're just like a really fun couple to watch, and like they're young and they're good at social media trends. But um, tell me what's going on in Survivor because I haven't watched. Is this season good? There's a lot of quitters. Yes, I saw that Jeff Probst was upset about that. I I, th- I don't think he handled. He didn't handle it the way you said. You said you liked old Survivor, right? Yeah, I stopped watching season 30 because I just couldn't really do it anymore. Okay. So remember in the old days, like when somebody quit, he would be pretty pissed. And I think he's been pretty lax with the quitters this season. How and many people quit? Two. Two. Well, sort week of three. Four. Week four. But like literally went to tribal council and said, vote for me. Even this past week, the guy literally ha- got brought into an alliance and was set up and in good yeah. shape and was going to be able to ride it out for a little bit. And literally at tribal just changed his mind. It, it's um, it's just tough because, frankly, I think the season itself 
the gameplay has been good. It's mm-hmm. actually a pretty good survivor season. It's been, a, there's been a classically bad tribe. There has been like some really kind of good Alliance stuff. There has been some new twists that aren't overly mm-hmm. complicated compared to some of the last few seasons. But then, like Brian said, of two out of the last four weeks, and they're 90 minute episodes, remember mm-hmm. now. So we're going through 90 minutes just to have somebody quit in the last minute of an episode where there's been a 90 minutes of buildup and strategizing. It's deflating. Like, yeah. And so, it, unfortunately, it kind of stinks right now. Damn. Oh. Yeah, I, I, I'm a big survivor guy, and I am not a big fan of like 40 on, 41 on. I just think that they did a lot of, like, I know, like, you said, like, hey, so, Jeff doesn't need to leave Fiji. I think he needs to leave Fiji because I think it just gets too stale being yeah, in the yeah. same spot. They're doing the exact same things. They're going to the exact same camps. Um, they, I don't love three tribes. I think two tribes is better because like every, like I want to see like some mini like alliances inside of a bigger tribe. And like, I feel like, you know, who's going home each week in the old days. You're like, Oh, like people get three votes. People get four votes. Like it's just, it hurts my soul because I wasted, I, I didn't want to say I wasted a lot of time, but I watched all of it from one to 40 within like a couple months, like nonstop wow. to get ready for the new season. And it's just disappointing. And that's, I love guys like Russell Hans. Like he plays the game, like mm-hmm. he's looking for idols and now there's too many idols. And it's just, I miss the old days of people playing the game. They need to just completely revamp it or maybe make like, like that's why I love when there's other vote out shows on diff that come like traders and stuff in the circle. Yeah. Cause I, I really love strategy shows like that, but survivor has just gotten so lame. So maybe they'll revamp it eventually and they'll have to get a new host. That's like, no offense, Jeff, we love yeah. you, but like, and just kind of like do it like OG days. Those first 20 seasons were so, oh, so good. So, so good. good. Oh my god! Just like like the best show it's like ever. A documentary, dude. They have more lighting now than like a studio show, right? Yeah. They said that there's like a like a thousand staff members on the island, and it's like for for what? Like, what are you getting out of that? Mm-hmm. I've been saying this forever. I want them to do a cold weather season of Survivor. It doesn't have to be like sub zero, but go where they got to wear like winter coats and there's some snow on the ground, and like you can do entire themings. Like you said, they used to go to Africa, Fiji. Like the the, the location was a character. Yeah, right. right? Exactly. It is not a character anymore. They literally had a guy this week. They had a guy from on this season that actually was on last season, but he had like a medical emergency the first week. So they brought him back to get his own chance to do it. Uh-huh. And when they did the merge this week, he was like, oh, this is the exact same beach where I stayed last summer and had my like medical. They don't even recycle. The, they don't even put you in different <laughs> spots on the island. They reuse the same three beaches now. Like that's that's just lazy, man. You know, come on. They got hundreds of millions now like from this show and they they reuse beaches well what's your favorite season of all time or like top few man i mean i love um i don't know off the bat but like numbers. i love the ones with russell hans i, I okay I know season he, 19 season heroes versus villains i mean like i, I, I like the heroes I like villains when they first did the like when they first did like exile island right when Really, those seasons when they first introduced some of the things we knew, even early, like season two is a great season. Yeah, the Africa season's good. Yeah, there's there's That's some really good early seasons. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I liked like Panama season twelve, like Cook Islands yeah. season season Cook sixteen, Island. Micronesia great. fans versus favorites, like Blood yeah. versus Water, like. Uh, I want to I want to go just... on Survivor. Oh, dude, you'd be great for Survivor. But I, would, I feel but I would like quit. they need like I'd be so hungry. You know why though? Just go on and tell them like when you're interviewing, like I want to go on Survivor to actually win Survivor. I don't want to go on Survivor to tell them how much of a great journey it's been and to yeah. get like a 
five minute retrospective about me. It's feeling like that's the only reason people go on it anymore. I, I want to win. You're like, I'm going to go on and I'm going to lie to people and I'm going to do whatever I need to do to win. And like, I, if someone just said that, I would like stand up and just clap. Like someone maybe is on a game show to win. Then they, no one seems like it. And I think yeah. that's the spirit behind survivor. People want to call it like woke survivor and all. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's like the lazy term. And I do think in ways it's kind of a little offensive. Like you can't have, you can have a variety of people and have people with a little bit of a, a message or a mission in life. That's cool. But I want everyone's number, common one denominator, why they're on Survivors, to win Survivor. And that's just, we lost that a long, probably yeah. season 41, we've lost that. So yeah, whenever that late, that, was it Lynn Spielman is the casting director? Ever since she left this show, it's been like, See, that's what happened with The Bachelor, too. Like, a lot of, like, the yeah. main producers left. Chris Harrison, the host, left. Like, it truly does change the the formula of the show and those main people left. And one of the reasons Jersey Shore is doing so good right now, I think, is because Sally Ann, she's the, like, Sally producer. Ann. Yeah, like, she's still around and she's still making good TV. And she's still, like, it's still so good. Okay, I'm going to watch Jersey Shore after this. But why don't you um, give me a little bit of a tease? Because I know you watched it and Ron came back. So Ron and Sam just didn't cross paths, right? Because Sam went out with her boyfriend. That's what happened. Yeah. So um, her boyfriend was I was leaving that day. It's like I think later in the afternoon. Mike comes in and he's like, at the classic, we have a situation. Yeah. And uh, he tells Sam like, hey, maybe you should like go do hang out with your boyfriend before she leaves for the day. Ron comes up. They do what we like to call a Jersey Shore edit, where we're about to see a major moment and they leave you on the line and. But we actually got a little bit. Ron talked a little bit. I'm not going to spoil anything he says, but I thought it was he was being he appeared to be very genuine. I saw a clip, and we cut the the next week. Uh, they always tease you now with the DVR because they bunch in All Star Short at the end. I was like, oh man, another two hour episode. Like we're really going to see Ron today, and then it's just like, nope, All Star Short. All Star Short. Fast forward. Do you guys watch All Star Short? I watched the first season and it just wasn't, it's definitely different now, but it's just, I watched so much TV. It's not. Yeah. 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 The first season was good. I thought I liked the first yeah, it was, season. It was fine. But the second yeah. one, I don't know. It's just, mm. now they have like people from F boy Island. They're pulling like too hot to handle like chases on there. And it's just like, it's not, any show I felt like the same. first season was really, truly like, yeah, you had Gordy shore. You had like these shores from mm -hmm. the other countries. Like it was actually people from like some sort of shore. And now they're kind of stretching a little bit. So for sure. Yeah. Well, I can talk to you guys all day, so we'll have to do this again, but <laughs> oh, make sure, sure to check out their channel, The Reality Guys. I'll leave their link down below. We did a Bachelor in Paradise recap, so make sure to check out that video, and um, where else do they need to follow you guys and check you out? TikTok the re at The Reality Guys, uh, Twitter, The Reality Guys, and Instagram at The Reality Guys, so we're, we're pretty easy to find there, just like you. Okay, awesome. Well, thank you guys for joining and we will see you guys in the next one. Bye. Thanks, bro.